the Lord, be the glory. Oh, great things he has done unto the Lord, be the glory. I say great things he has done. Uh, in the next 10 seconds, please, if you can hear me loud and clear, please just quickly type loud and clear from your end. Loud and clear, please. And while we are doing that, let us pray. Father, we exalt your holy name. Be magnified, be glorified, be exalted. For there is none like you. You reign supreme, the soon coming king. The book of Hebrews says, He that cometh will surely come, shatari no more. Lord, we thank you because we are getting closer every day to your coming. The coming of our master, Messiah, our king. Thank you, Lord, because your word never fails. Heaven and earth will pass, but your word abideth forever. Thank you for the privilege of coming together, Lord, to redeem the time. Thank you for the grace that you have given unto us and the authority that also comes with this grace, Lord, to be able to redeem the time. We do not take it for granted. We want to say thank you, Lord. We have come to bow before the throne of grace and acknowledge your greatness and power. And Lord, for this we say you are worthy to be praised. Worthy is the Lamb that taketh away the sins of the world. Father, we ask that tonight once again our eyes will be open, our hearts will be receptive. Lord, we will not be like those that hear the word and do nothing. And the Bible says they are like the one that build on the sand. But we want to be among the wise that build on the rock. And so we pray for the enablement, Lord, ability, power to run in accordance with your word. We pray for that grace, that strength, that in the midst of opposition, in the midst of all, uncertainty that we will stand never to fall like the days of Paul and Peter with every uncertainty that has come their way they were able to stand through the power of the Holy Spirit and so this is our desire Lord in Jesus mighty name we pray amen and let the people of God say amen Archbishop, Life and Music, Auntie Cecilia, Merry Thursday to each and every one of you. The Lord bless you. And for the ones that I can't see that you are there, but you are not saying anything, the Lord bless you. The Lord keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. Like I said, I believe you can all hear me. I believe with all of my heart that you can hear me. From my end, my audio is good. So let's get into the word of the Most High, the word that is full of life, the word that can never fail, the word that created the heavens and the heart. And 
when we preach the word, we are preaching Christ. When we preach Christ, we preach the word. We spread the word by preaching Christ. So, let's get into it and look at the heart of the Father for this day. For a while, we have been looking at what the Bible says about perilous time. That perilous time will definitely come. But what we have been asked to do is what we need to do. You see, God is a God of preparation. He will prepare us for, name it. Thank you, everybody that has typed loud and clear. He will prepare us for whatever it is that is coming. When you look at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, you will see preparation from all the books and the prophet of the Most High, from, from Moses to Malachi. All of them began to prepare the people of God in terms of the Prince of Peace. There is preparation because they kept speaking. They kept speaking about it. That is coming, is coming, is coming, is coming. Now, when you also go from Matthew to uh, uh, Revelation, you will also see about the soon coming King. We saw the Prince of Peace from Genesis to Revelation, uh, sorry, Genesis to Malachi. Then from Matthew to Revelation, we see the soon coming king also being presented to us that he is coming. So from Matthew to Revelation, we see he's coming. From uh, Genesis to uh, Malachi, we also see the prophecy of the birth of the Prince of Peace. And we see that the fulfillment inside Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So, why did I mention this? Is to let us know that the Word of God is the authority concerning everything. Because inside the word of God, we are able to discover how the word was created. Inside the word of God, we are able to see the birth of the Son of the Most High. Inside the word of God, we are also able to see the death of the Son of the Most High. Inside the word of God, we also see what is to come by the time we get to Revelation. And when you look, if you are... A man or a woman that reads so much, you will know that there is no book that has spoken about the past, the present, and the future. It's only the Bible. And if you don't believe any other book, I want to present to you, ladies and gentlemen, please, please, please believe the Bible. Believe the Bible. That is why our conduct, our faith, our life should be based on the Word of God. So, we've been looking at the, uh, what is expected of us when perilous time comes. You see, when you and I, we were growing up, we have been brought up to pray. Ah, you have to pray. Oh, you have to pray. And please don't get me wrong. 
Prayer is good. The word of God established that we pray. We see Moses praying. We see Elijah praying. We see Samuel praying. When you look at the apostles, they were also men of prayer. So when you read all the prophets, you will see them separating themselves and they had to go and pray. And one of the prayer that all of this set of people have an understanding in praying for or praying about is that they have understanding of timing. They have understanding of timing and you see them praying, redeeming the time most of the time. So where am I going? Perilous time. The Bible says in the book of Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 4, we saw it. It says, when the last days, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. So we see what we've been asked to do because perilous times are going to come. So this is not the time to pray away perilous time, people of God. We have been called to redeem the time for all days are evil. Please don't mix the two together. Whether we like it or not, we have evil in every day. So that is not about perilous time. And when we go into the dictionary, what the dictionary describes as perilous times is a time that is full of danger. That's the meaning, full of danger or risk, full of danger or risk. Now, when we look at the time that we are living in now is full of danger, is full of risk. And if you are in your 50s and above, you can say categorically by beating your chest that when you were growing up, the danger of nowadays is like a lot raised to power 100,000 than when we were growing up. And that is to tell us that perilous times has come. And it's going to get worse. It's not going to get any better. So what are we then supposed to do? We are still here. We have not been called home. So one of the prayer of Jesus is that Lord keep them here. So Jesus has already prayed that the Father will keep us. So while the Father is keeping us, we are not just going to sit in a closet and shut down. No. We are still going to continue revealing our Father in heaven on the face of the earth. Ladies and gentlemen, are you still with me? Let's go to the book of uh, uh, Titus. We're going to start from the book of Titus today. And I'm going to put it on the screen for us so that we can... We can see it. Please give me 10 seconds, people of God. Quickly spare me 10 seconds. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground 
is sinking sound. Yes. Let's go to the book of Titus. Uh, ah. Why did I not remember? Please, you're going to spare me another 10 seconds. Please. No. Do, 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 do. On Christ the solid rock I stand All other ground is sinking sand Oh, other ground is sinking sand On Christ the solid rock I stand All other ground is sinking sand All other ground is sinking sand the book of Titus, people of God. Let's read together. Paul, a bond servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledgement of the truth. Now, when you look at this writing to, uh, to Titus, we can also say that this is a father writing officially or unofficially to the son. The relationship of Paul and Titus is like that of a father and a son, though biologically they are not related, but spiritually they are related. So, Paul, a bond servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according now, he can easily stay at Paul, a bond servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to, Timo, uh, to Titus, sorry, I see I mixed the two all the time, to Titus, but he didn't say that. He says, according to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledgement of the truth. Now, what we see here is that in accordance with our faith, we need to stand acknowledging the truth always. And that's why this letter is written to Titus in acknowledgement of the truth, which accord with godliness in hope of eternal life with God who cannot lie. Ladies and gentlemen, run with what you see in verse 1. If this is all you have as a script in your heart, I believe that 
you can see stuff about the kingdom of God. You can see acknowledging of the truth. You can see faith of God. And you can see God who cannot lie. I believe all of this point that has been uh, emphasized here is enough in a time like this or when perilous time comes to hold us together so that we will not fail. First and foremost, the Bible says we are going to know the truth. So, by knowing the truth, we continue acknowledging the truth. The Bible talks about the Bahrainian Christians, that whatever that they hear about the word of God, they themselves we are to go back and search the scripture for themselves because they want to continue acknowledging the truth. They want to continue holding on to the truth. They want to continue running with the truth because it is the level and the amount of truth that you have and know deliver the amount of freedom that you have. But the package that Christ Jesus has come to to deliver is total package. But we take each day step by step, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, precept upon precept. And now, when the Bible says perilous time will come, so we are talking of counting down. In everything that we do and we begin to count down, then we that are doing the countdown, 10, 9, Eight, seven, we must have prepared ourselves for something that after we get to zero, we either we say happy new year or we launch something out or launch something off. We just don't do countdown. There is a program on TV, it's called The Countdown. They will take two, uh, is it two or four now? I forgot, two on this side, two on this side. Yeah, two on side A, two on side B. They will do English, they will do math, and I think at times they do science. So they will now give a question, they will say, count down. Is that 30 seconds or 60 seconds for them to answer the question? So while the clock is going, going, going for the countdown, whoever is on side A or side B is looking vigorously into the answer so as to be able to give the answer when the countdown finished. is the same thing that when the Bible talks about perilous time, it says it will come. Please take note, it's different from all this are evil. Hello? Are you still there? It's different from what? All this are evil. So, let's continue. We have about 10 seconds. He says, He talks about God who cannot lie. He says, Promised before time began. Now, when we gather to redeem time, there is a promise that has already been established before time. Hello? There is what? A promise that has been established. You see, he spoke about God, eternal life, which God, who cannot lie. So God has promised eternal life 
And the word of God is saying he cannot lie. Impossicant. It is impossible and can never be possible for God to lie. The Bible says, am I a man that I will repent? Am I the son of man that I will lie? He says, have I said it? Will I not do it? So God cannot lie. He cannot. He cannot. So, before God established time for you and for me, he already made a promise that he's got nothing to do with time so that when we run our race in time, according to the heart of the Father, we then get the promise. It's the same way they mark the track and they will say you have to run 100 meters. The fastest man or woman will get the gold, silver and bronze. Now, if somebody finished at 15.05 and is claiming he's first and somebody else finished at 9.2 seconds and the one that finished at 15.05 is jubilating and celebrating, please, let's not be deceived. Who is going to get the gold? So, before time, God established a promise before time began. But has in due time manifested. Uh, this is what my wife will use being English like conundrum. I'm borrowing it. Oh. It's not original from me. Oh, so don't give me the credit. It says before time. Let's start from verse 2. In hope of eternal life. Which God who cannot lie. You see, this is one of the beauty. I love this script here. He's giving us the characteristics of God. He can say which God? The Father. Period. Or which God has promised. But he made it known by describing the God that he's referring to. The only God that cannot lie. So if that God is saying perilous time will come, it's not lying. So get ready. Today we have been prepared to get ready to enter into our blessings, but never been prepared to get ready for perilous time. And this is why we gather every Thursday redeeming the time. For how many days are evil? All days, 365 days, if we are if we are blessed, we have 366 leap year, all days according to the scripture are evil. This is to tell you that the devil does not rest. The prince of this world is not the prince of peace, mind you. It is the prince of this world. He never rests. So evil is everywhere. But by God, every mess or evil planned by the kingdom of darkness concerning you and your household, you as a child of God, by God, you miss that mess. You miss that evil. In the name of Jesus, evil will not speak over your home in the name of Jesus. In this time of uncertainty that we are even looking at perilous time on the way, whatever the kingdom of darkness has prepared as a mess, as the Lord God lived, you miss in the name of Jesus. I see that Jesus was going about doing the duties of the Father. 
And he said to the disciple, let us go over to the other side. In other words, let's continue doing the duty of our father. And as they sail, the kingdom of darkness brought that huge storm on a lake. How do you get huge storm on a lake that the Bible says they were in jeopardy? But Jesus arose and rebuked the storm. So, in other words, <laughs> hey, you see, the devil knows that there is power in the Son of the Most High. And he's trying to take that son out of the equation. He tried in the wilderness, he failed. He tried in the in the anywhere before Christ even manifest, he failed. Now, when Christ was on the surface of the uh, on the face of the earth, he kept trying, he kept trying, redeeming the time for all days are evil. And it got to a point. The Bible says the disciples had to wake the master up. Says, Master, don't you care? we perish and I believe God in the person of Christ Jesus we say why don't I care I care I don't want you guys to perish why will I want you to perish did you not see my presence in this boat it is impossible for this boat to capsize and the Bible says he arose and he rebuked the wind and the journey continued every foul wind every foul mess from the kingdom of darkness to hinder you concerning the journey and the assignment that has been given on to you in terms of this time on the face of the earth to fulfill God's purpose. We rebuke that wind. We rebuke that storm. It shall not stand. You will triumph in the name of Jesus. He says the God who cannot lie. He cannot lie. People of God. He cannot lie. He cannot what? cannot lie look all of us on the under my sound we see lie especially with the days of this mobile phone where are you oh i mean uh what do we say i mean so 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 but meanwhile we are not in so 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 oh i'm in traffic but yet you are just about stepping out but the Bible says, God cannot lie. So, promise before time began. says, in hope of eternal life, which God who cannot lie has promised. So, he has promised us before the existence of time. Before we enter into the realm of timing, he has promised us eternal life before time began. But, has in due time manifested his word through what through preaching which he has committed to you to me according to the commandment of god our savior keep spreading the word tell yourself as the lord liveth, i will keep spreading jesus i will keep spreading jesus i will keep standing for jesus even if i need to stand alone in a time like this a time that good is no longer accepted but when it is bad people hail a times like truth is no longer embraced but when it is lie people hail you a times that hatred is now the new thing that it has been accepted as the love a time that a race is running to extinct another race on the face of the earth 
people of God. The Bible says, before now, before time began, he has promised us eternal life. He has promised us eternal life. So that is the goal that as we run in this time, as we run in this time, we are aiming for that which he has promised before time. And as the Lord God lived, you will not fail in the name of Jesus. You will not fall in the name of Jesus. You will not fail in the name of Jesus. That which he has promised before time. So before time begin, before 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 70 years, 50 years, 90 years, whatever the years on the face of the earth, before time began, he has promised us eternal life. Because he cannot lie. So what are we going to hold on to? Ask yourself. Speak to yourself. What am I holding on to in this world? Apart from holding on to that which he has promised me. He has promised. He will never fail. I will hold on to him. I will honor him. He has promised. He will never fail. His faithfulness is forevermore. His faithfulness is forevermore. So he has promised us eternal life before time. So let's run well in the time frame that we have. Let's keep showing God, spreading the word, the word, the word, and the word became flesh. Let's keep spreading the word that became flesh. Let's keep spreading the word. The Bible says he sent forth his word and that word heals them. Let's keep spreading the word. Let's keep showing Christ. That is all we can do for now. You see, we are not of this world, though we are in this world. Do not conform to this world. At the affairs of this world is nothing. It's got nothing to do you with you and me. We have another affair. You are a ministry of affairs, but not on this earth, but from headquarters. That's where we come from. And that's the affairs we've been called to show on the face of the earth. Let's read on. We have about 10 seconds. We have about 10 more seconds to go. Let's read on. I thought I would only use about two. Ah, where are we? Verse 3. Am I right? You see, we have not even... You know what? Uh, I will ask my wife to do a teaching on all of this. Me, I'm not a teacher. So, I'm volunteering her. Like one of our friends, we say, Lord, you have called me. Use my wife. <laughs> How did he say it? Here am I. Uh, send my wife. Yes, here am I. Send my wife. That's how she he, he used to say, Oh Lord, here am I. Send my wife. So, hear what the scripture says, but has in due time manifested his word. So, in due time, we have a promise before time, but in due time, regardless of the evil, that is that has come with all the timing so in that due time elohim manifests his word so what we've been called to do now is also to keep manifesting his word hello to keep doing what manifesting his word 
through preaching, which was committed to you and committed to me according to the commandment of God our Savior. He now says, it was going somewhere else, but let's quickly read this. Uh, we're going to be done in the next 10 seconds. To Titus, a true son in our common faith, grace, mercy, and peace of God, from God, the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. Now, now to mention the person you are writing to at how many verses or uh, verses of the letter, how many paragraphs? Before you even, the person might open the letter and not know that the letter is addressed to him until that's good. So let's go on. Leave all the bishop one. Let's see what is now also being tasked to do. So, because of what we have seen from the beginning, please just spare me 10 seconds more. He says, For there are many insubordinate, both idle talker and deceiver. This is one big reason for you to keep spreading the word, the authentic word, the legitimate. So there are many insubordinate, both idle talkers and deceivers. Now, how did he describe them? Especially those of the circumcision. So, he's not talking of an outsider. He's talking of insider. He's talking of who? Insider. Yorubabo. Wani ilelotawa. Sorry, enkulelo tawa ilela sheningbe. So it's not about outsider now. Asheni is living in the inside. For Ishmael to mock Isaac and the mom, Ishmael was not living on the outside. He was living in the inside. But meanwhile, Ishmael doesn't have any covenant. Isaac is the one with the covenant. The supernatural did not happen in the life of uh, Ishmael and the mom. It was through Isaac and the mom. That was how we experienced the supernatural. But yet, the one that doesn't carry anything is the one that is always mocking, idle, deceiver. And yet, you see people flooding there. Hear what the word of God says. I will be done in the next 10 seconds. Especially those of the circumcision. So, he's not talking of Gentile. Now, mind you, people of God, this letter is written to a young chap that under the uh, uh, terminology of Jew and Gentile, this guy fall under the Gentile. He's not even a Jew. But yet, he runs with the gospel. He embraced the word of God in totality. He keeps spreading the word as a young chap. It's always by the side of, of tight, uh, Paul. If he's not there, maybe he has gone to check on other places or gone to collect some money that was raised for the advancement of the gospel. If you read your book of uh, Colossians, Corinthians, you will see his name being mentioned there. Let's read on. Let's leave that one. It says, especially those of the circumcision whose mouth must be stopped. So when we declare the authentic, we are stopping this set of 
deceivers. When we showcase Christ, we are stopping them. We then become the mirror. So when they see us, they will see God. The same way when you stand before the mirror and see yourself, we will then become that mirror. This is the assignment that is meant for us. It's not just for pastors. It's for every child of God. Because when the Bible says perilous time will come, it didn't say perilous time we only face pastors. He never said it's only the apostles or the servant of God or the head of the churches, the bishops. The, 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 the prime, the primate, the archbishop are the ones that are going to face perilous time. He's talking about perilous time coming into the world and every child of God will be partaker. He gives rain to the just and the unjust. So perilous time is going to come. But because perilous time is here, We've not been called to fold our hands and just be crying. That's not the time to now gather in one room and pray. Oh Lord, perilous time is here. We cancel, we bind. If we can bind it, it's going to come. And we are seeing evidence every day. Because the soon coming king is coming. We are on the countdown. We are what? On the countdown. So before now, there is a promise before time. That is going to be manifested in timing. So what we do now. Determine the manifestation of how we inherit these promises before time. People of God, I want to stop here in the next 10 seconds. Let's read one more. It talks about whose mouth must be, must be stopped. Who subvert all household. Now hear this. Teaching things which they ought not. You see, they are not outsiders. For the sake of dishonest gain. What did he say? For the sake of what? Dishonest gain. For the sake of what? Dishonest gain. Tell me this is not happening. And he even called them out. He says, one of them, a prophet of their own, said Christians are always liars, evil beasts, lazy, gluten. This testimony is true. Therefore, rebuke them. So, we, while we are waiting, don't forget the word of God that is in our mouth. is also for correction, for rebuking. So, we also need to stand. Apart from encouraging one another, it's also a time to rebuke. A time to do what? Ma, sa. A time to rebuke. And one thing I know in these days that people don't like rebuking anymore. It's one of the things the Bible says when the last days is here, they will have itchy ears. So what they want to hear is not rebuking. It's not the truth. So. But we've been called to rebuke them. Sharply. Rebuke them how? Sharply, that they may be sound in the faith, not giving heed to Jewish fable. People of God, we have works on our hand. And I pray that we will not fail. These are the things that we need to uphold. These are things we need to keep running with regardless of what time is it on the face of the earth. 
time of uncertainty. Like the book of Ecclesiastes says, there is time and, and a place and season for everything, a time to die, a time to live, a time to eat, a time to drink. Yeah, this is what we have been called to do. We continue day and night in the doctrine of our Lord Jesus. And this is the doctrine. I'm showing you the doctrine. So we are not just gathered, oh, praise that Lord, we sing and dance and then we go. That's it. No, that's not what we've been called to do. We have not been called just to isolate ourselves on the face of the earth. Though we have been called not to be among them, but at the same time not to isolate. Because if we isolate ourselves, how are they going to see Christ? I want to leave you in the hands of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Maybe from next uh, Thursday we will continue by the grace of God. But there is work on our hand. And I'm begging each and every one of you to rise up and keep running. Though they may not listen to you, that's the honest truth. What did I say? They might not listen to you. You know what? Let me show you a scripture so that you know I'm not making this up. Let's go quickly go to 2 Timothy chapter 2. Let's go to 2 Timothy chapter 2. Let's look at the last two verses. 2 Timothy chapter 2. Uh, let's start from verse 24. So while we are doing all of this, this is what is also required of us. And the servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach. Hello? Are you still there? Can you hear what the word of God is saying? And I believe we can all see it on our screen. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach. What is the first thing we see after able to teach? Patient, in humility, correcting those who are in opposition. Correcting those who are in opposition. So, we are correcting them. They are in opposition. You are correcting them. Those who are in opposition. Now, after the comma of opposition, what do we see? Let's read together. Three, go. If God perhaps will grant them what? Will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do the will. You see, we are in a tight corner. But as tight as it is, there is enough room for us to keep doing what we've been called to do. Behold, I send you like a sheep in the midst of what? Anybody remember that scripture? How can a sheep go in the midst of wolf? Wolf use sheep for dinner. But that's what we have been called to do. And you know what? His grace is sufficient for us. People of God, I want to leave you in the hands of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. 
Is it tough? Yes, it is. Because this is not what we have been hearing all our days. If you are 40 on the face of the year, uh, 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 40 years on the face of the earth, tell me this is all what you have been hearing since you have come to the faith. If you are 50 and above on the face of the earth, tell me this is what you have been hearing all your years when they preach to you. But it's all in there in the same book. If you go to the library, you will see physics book. You will see anthropology book. You will see chemistry. You will see history. They are all there. But if you sit down and all you go is to, is to the set of literature, and you say, but why did they not show me history book? You have decided to pitch your tent at where? Just literature. Every, name the book. You will see it in the library. There are books that you and I don't even know that sit on the shelf of the library today. They are there. So it's the same thing with the word of God. The major that we have been called to do, we abandon it and we run with the minor. People of God, I pray that God will give us that receptive heart to his word and our feet will be strengthened to run in accordance with his word in the name of Jesus. There is nothing holding on to in this world. Perilous time is coming in this world, not in heaven. It's coming right here. So what are we holding on to? The word of God says looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. I leave you in the hands of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit have a wonderful evening, morning, or afternoon. And I pray that the grace of God will be sufficient in every areas of our life. Every area of struggle, I stand in agreement today that God in his power, in his grace, we release grace for us to stand and never to struggle anymore in the name of Jesus. As we are right here on the face of the earth and the word of God says perilous time. It says time that is full of danger is coming. Lord, we will not bow to danger, but we will stand upright and proclaim and declare your name regardless of what it is. And every uncertainty that comes our way, Lord, oh, our eyes will be focused and gaze on you, Lord, never to be shifted in the name of Jesus. Strengthen us, Adonai. Uphold us, Lord, in a time like this that confusion speaks on the face of the earth, that the truth is no longer the legit on the face of the earth, that your commandment has been abandoned. Father, we ask that you strengthen us. Strengthen us, Lord, not to conform, not to dance to the tune that the world is playing every day, but to stand upright and keep spreading your word, regardless of how tough it's going to be, regardless of how tough that it is right now, that we will be that child of the Prince of Peace, and the world will see and declare, like it was declared in the life of Abraham, you are a prince among us, because in 
never misbehave. He comport himself as that child of the Most High. So likewise, everyone today, Lord, this grace we ask for, because without you, we are nothing, Lord, that your name alone be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. Let the people of God say amen. Good night, everybody. Waleo, ami ori, ori modijun badrani. Tu ma kwe mi ne komo wambi. So modijun. Ni bi ti mo wa ine mo sobi sobi ne nule. Tu ba jekwe, ami ne koko mi ne diju.